to What You'll Learn. My name is Adam Ashton. G'day, 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 g'day. My name is Adam Jones. Today we are reviewing Getting Things Done, The Art of Stress-Free Productivity by the absolute weapon himself, David Allen. Now, this is, uh, if you're looking to increase your efficiency and productivity, this is Bible status. Yes. This is like, it's a, it's thick, it's big, There's it's dense, there's a lot of stuff in here, but if you were to take two or three days to apply everything in this book and set up a system that will seriously revolutionize. If you mastered this system, your life will, I guess, 10x in terms of output and yeah. in terms of presence. And yeah, this is a, it's an incredible book. So it's essentially getting what's out of your head into an external system that you trust. So you can just, I guess, focus on what you're doing right now and just be present with everything you do. Yeah, and that's it. It's, it's all about that we're always doing things but we're also always thinking about what we're not doing at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So if you if your system is your brain and you're doing something, you're always going to be thinking about, oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do that. And that means you're not giving yourself fully to the task at hand. Yeah, that's right. So I guess like right now in, in, in the world, there's so much information and communication from the outer world. There's huge number of ideas we got and agreements and, and everything so our mental ram is essentially just like bursting at the seams with things mm. we should do and people are walking around just being busy being busy i think like i remember it yeah like uh, i was speaking to someone last week and I said how are you and he's like, oh fucking busy busy, busy. <laughs> people love being busy i think yeah. i love telling people they're busy <laughs> but we we have this sense of i guess anxiety from this lack of control organization preparation action and then we're always thinking about what we're not doing. We need to be comfortable with what we're not doing because we need to have this external mind, this external system that we've got everything that we need to do and we're confident that everything we need to do is in this system and in place. We're not going to forget about it so we can just focus on, on the next action. He says the consistent, unproductive preoccupation with all the things that we have to do is the single largest cons- consumer of time and energy. So essentially it's... Really got no effectiveness. It's just, just thinking over and over again about the things you need to do. Yeah, as well. And that's it. And that uh, what we're talking about here spans everything. It spans what you do in your job. It spans what you do at home. It spans the people you have to call. The, the um, everything. When we're talking about getting things done, we're talking about literally everything. Yeah. So the whole crux of the book, I guess, is a five-step process to managing workflow. But before we get into that, a really good thing I liked he talked about was the, the natural planning model. Mm-hmm. So he says he, he used to, I guess he, he searched the whole world for the best planner in the world. And yep. what he found out was our brain naturally does the planning process very well, but we don't always, I guess, adopt the, the process. Our brain does it naturally. Yeah, that's it. And so what we need to do is there's this five-step process and we need to try and follow this process whenever we're planning anything. Yeah, so I guess we'll try and do it through the example of going out for dinner in this case. But So the first thing you do, and this is for, for everything, and this is something you should follow, I guess, with different projects. But say you're going out for dinner, the first thing you do is you define the purpose and principle. So what is the reason this exists or what is the purpose for this particular event? Yeah, and that's pretty much start with why. Yeah. Yeah, so start with why. Why are we doing this? What's our purpose? What are the principles? Like, What are the boundaries for what we're doing? That's yeah. a step one. And then naturally, the, the next thing you start might be thinking of is outcome visioning. So what's the vision of success? So it might be a fun evening, good food or wine. Uh, I guess maybe try and pick up and just, you know, get get the action and romance. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And that's what he sort of says is that, you know, we started with the why 
of the purpose and principles. Now we're out, you know, we're envisioning the outcome. And yep. then next is brainstorm. So we need to come up with a whole bunch of different ideas and different ways that we can achieve that vision. Yeah, so naturally, so this is the vision of what you want and then there's a gap between what you got now and what you want. So yep. that's what your brain does. Naturally, your brain starts spurting out all these things of how you can get it. So this is where David mm. says just just get everything down. It might be ridiculous, it might be in a random order, kind of like a storm in your brain. Yep. Yeah, and the the important thing here when we're brainstorming is to not judge the ideas and we want to go for quantity over quality. So just go for everything, everything that comes into our mind, get it down as a brainstorm and then the next step we can organize. Yeah, so what's what's the what are the things you need to do? He says uh, maybe like circle, you know, the, the three most important things, what are the priorities and call people? So you've got everything that was brainstorm and you've, you've organized it. And then number five is just identify the next actions. What's the one specific next action you can do to get it going? Yeah, I think that's a big, a super big uh, important point to take from this book is always be thinking about your next action. So whilst we've brainstormed and we've organized all the things we need to do, the next action is the most important. And it has to be, uh, it can't be vague. It has to be defined. It can't be make reservation. It has to be call Cafe Rouge and make a booking. Yeah, yeah. So super specific. And it seems like that's where a lot of people fail is identifying what what are the what's the next action. The next it can action. Be, everyone's a lot very vague with, I guess, um, writing lists and tasks and, and all mm. that kind of stuff. And so that's the natural planning model. That's what we have to. What, that's what we should be doing through those five phases. And now the reactive planning model is what often happens, and we do it in the reverse order. And we just think action, action, action. What's the next action? We're always doing the next action. We get stuck in this cycle of action until we realize that it's not being productive we're just doing things and so we need to think oh let's step back and let's try and organize this action mm-hmm. and then we think oh okay these are our next actions but maybe let's brainstorm what we could be doing yeah. and then when they make the brainstorm they think okay hang on we've got this brainstorm but what's our vision here what's our purpose mm-hmm. so we've gone in the reverse order yeah so we need to start with the purpose then the vision then the brainstorm then the organization then the action. Yeah, spot on. And with the brainstorming, you need it to be unfiltered mm. before you get into the organizing part. Yeah, exactly. So the big crux of the whole model, um, which we'll go through next, is the five steps of managing workflow. And this is essentially the system, the art of stress-free productivity, yeah? Yes, this is the, the big papa. There's a really good um, graphic, like a workflow infographic. It's on page 37 of the book we've got, but Google getting things done diagram or something and you'll see it's worth having a look at now we should should we let it let it out we uh this is the second take <laughs> we did a first version and it, it's we stuffed it up so we're going to try and we'll go we'll go for round two hopefully this is better yeah we'll have a crack should we should we do the uh, the we'll go horizontal and vertical after yeah 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 so basically the five steps are capture clarify organize reflect and engage so first things first is capture. So we need to get everything out of our head and into a physical or digital system where everything's captured that's external to your mind. Yeah. So our brain is always running on things, you know, all certain things. It might be call Susan about the appointment on Wednesday or it might be make love to my sweet wife <laughs> on Tuesday. You know, every, get everything that's an open loop out, outside of your head. And yep. onto paper, uh, so then, yeah. then then you can go through the next steps of managing it. Yeah, exactly. And some of the things he talks about in capturing is having um, physical systems where you can capture things like he uh, is pretty strong on pen and paper. Like carry around a stack of index cards 
And whenever you think of an idea that needs to be captured, don't lose that idea, write it down on this piece of paper and then chuck it in your in-tray. So he also talks a lot about in-trays. Yep, so that's a, that's a big thing. So throughout this whole process, he, he talks about having a very uh, a workstation of some sort. Mm. So yeah, you've got this one spot that's got a workstation that you trust to, to get everything done. And, and what you mentioned there was the in-tray. So everything that's got this open loop in your, in your brain, you put it into this one tray that you, I guess is there for processing and it's not just going to sit there forever. You know at some stage... You're going to go through it. You're going to yeah. get to it. So once it's out of your brain, you've got this trusted external system in your in-tray to uh, take care of it. Yeah. He says if you don't have a dedicated workstation and in-tray, get it now. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is like, so we talked about physical. There's also digital. So sometimes maybe you're uh, at your computer and you like to use a online system or uh, some other some app on your phone where you like to have a digital system rather than a physical system. Yeah. But there's, of course, sometimes you might be... Uh, out for a walk and you don't have you're not at your computer so you need the physical system as well to write things down and so you need to pick whichever one you prefer and then be able to convert between um one or the other yeah so he suggests uh, this might take a full day to get everything out of your mm. head so and he said at first it's going to be a big intro yeah big business intro. cards receipts it's just absolutely everything it might be yeah he's calls it stuff so anything that's stuff all the crap that's out there Physically, like, as you say, business cards and receipts and, and shit lying around, as well as anything that's floating around in your head, just get it out and put it down in this intro. Yep. The next one is getting, I guess, in to empty, and that and that's clarify. Yeah. So we go through clarify. So once we've got a massive stack in our intro, we need to clarify. First, what is it? And we need to work out, is it actionable? So we're clarifying, is this piece of paper that we've got here actionable? Hmm. So yeah, defining and if there's no next action, so some things might just be it might just be a receipt or a reference material, something like that. So if it's a, so from there you get to decide trash, incubate, or if it's a reference for, for yeah. future use on a on some kind of project. Yeah. So be clear. If it's trash, throw it out. Don't put it to the side and say I'm going to throw this out later. Throw it out. Uh, the next you said was incubation, and he calls it like the someday maybe list. So it might be like uh I want to run a marathon or I want to write a book. So these are long-term projects. They're actionable. They're, sorry, they're not actionable straight away, but they're things that are going around in your head that you're thinking about. Get them down in your someday maybe list. And this is, is this where the, I think this is where the two-minute rule comes in, right? Uh, not yet, not yet. So after we've decided, sorry, mate. <laughs> after we've decided, so the, that was if it's not actionable. If it is actionable, we need to work out the next question, you know, what is the next action? If it's a project, we put it on our projects list and we can plan it out. Or do we say, will it take less than two minutes? Yes or no? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so if it takes less than two minutes, do it. Yeah. And so that's it. That's a, another key part of this book is the two-minute rule. And I think that's something if, if you take one thing away from the book and what makes the whole book worth reading is probably that two-minute rule. Mm. So it's just if something's going to take less than two minutes, just just do it there on, on the spot. Yeah. It's more effective, I guess, than, than processing and double-handing and triple-handling the same kind of task. Yeah, that's it. If it pops up, you know, you've got it in your intray. This thing you see on your intray, you're clarifying. Is it actionable? Yes. Will it take less than two minutes? Yes. Just do it. And the alternative is, is I guess, it's going to be in your mental RAM otherwise. So just yep. get it out of your mental RAM, get it done. And then if it's terms of action, you've got three, ta- three ways, right? Do it delegate or defer yeah so that's it so if it's less than two minutes we do it if it's not less than two minutes 
we delegate it and that we give it to someone else to do or we defer it. And if we're going to defer it, we need to clearly define the next action and we need to put it on a calendar. We need to give that next action a specific date that we're going to get it done by. Yeah, love it, man. Number three, so the third step. Now we've got everything out of the head. We've clarified what the hell yep. these things are in our head. And now we're going to try and organize the results. Yep, nice. And that's, again, organizing all these things that we've talked about. Our trash, Sunday, maybe reference, next actions, calendar, waiting on other people, projects. That's where all this organizing comes in into play here. Yep, so you put it, so some of those categories you set, so it might be something like Sunday, maybe. So everything that's, say, you're walking down the street one day and you think of a book idea to write and then it somehow ends up in your in-tray. I guess that's with the, the Sunday maybe list. It gives you permission to imagine cool things without having to commit to them yet. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And it's something that then you're not going to be thinking about because you've got it on your Sunday maybe list. It's out of your mind and you know that it's going to be there and you can think about it later. Yeah. The other thing I'm important in organizing is, is projects. So essentially a project is just something with more than one step. Mm. So if it's... Uh, if your thing is call your mum, then that's one step. But if it's a project, it's going to have multiple steps. So it might be uh, make a garden. And so the steps would be go to the shop to buy dirt uh, and buy plants and then go and plant the plants. Yeah. So that's multi-step. So that's a project. So you need to put those actions in and you would then say, I'm going to go to the shop on Saturday and then on Sunday I'm going to plant the yeah. plants. So in, in, out of everything that was in, in your in-tray now, you've most likely got a lot of different projects yep. that might be you know, over two steps. And another thing, group of categories he, he has here is action categories. Mm. So in every project, you might put things into categories like calls, at the computer, it might be errands, things to do at the office, things you can do... Uh, anywhere, things that are just reading or surfing the internet and things mm. like that. So it might mean you can start batching things like say if it's calls, yep. all your calls in all your projects are in the one area so then you can batch all your calls and you can knock them out in one hit or it might be next time you're waiting for a meeting, it might mm. be, I don't know, the, the, the read part. So everything that's in all your projects that requires reading on the internet you might be able to knock them out then as well. Yeah, nice. I like that. Another good thing I like from Organize is that in terms of your calendar, there's time-specific actions and day-specific actions. So a time-specific action would be a meeting that you're having a meeting at 10 a.m. or I'm going to the dentist at 2 p.m. That's a set time-specific action that has to be done at that time. The other type is a day-specific action where it might be finish writing this email. So it doesn't have to happen at any specific time. It just has to happen that day. Mm. So yep. they're the um, clarify between those two on your calendar. Yep, phenomenal. And a big one in all the projects he, he talks about also is next action. Mm. So it just requires a, a little bit of extra elevated thinking, but it really defines what actually is the next thing to, to push the needle on this project. Yeah. Otherwise, is that again, there's that extra bit of um, busyness and mental RAM, yeah. uncertainty, open loops in your brain. And that's you, it. That project is, if you think, oh, you need to start this project, you know, the first thing you need to do then is work out your next action. And it's, it's a bit of a barrier where you wouldn't want to do it. Whereas if it's already defined and you say, this is what you have to do first, you can just get straight into it. Yeah. Phenomenal. Good stuff. And then the next one, so step four. Yep is uh, the weekly review, which is reflecting and and keeping it all fresh and functional. Yeah, so he talks a lot about this weekly review and that's like we've captured, clarified and organized and we've got all these things 
going on. We've got this system where everything's organized. We know what we need to be doing. And this review is almost tying together our big long-term vision of our organization to our day-to-day actions. Yeah. Also, by by this stage, during the week, your in-tray is probably starting to fill up again. So you can, yeah. so you can get rid of your in-tray and go through the whole process again. And essentially, just get rid of all the loose ends and get your brain clear again and just, just dump everything that's on your brain out into the, into the intro as well. Yeah, that's it. So at our, so we can, yeah, as you say, always be, throughout the week, you're always going to be capturing things, whether that's digitally um, or whether that's on your index cards and putting it in your intro. And we need to constantly um, be clarifying this. And again, yeah, make sure you know all next actions on, on mm-hmm. your list. He says that throughout the whole book, he's got pretty sick quotes, just like printed on the side of, of the page. Yeah, the quotes are phenomenal. Yeah. He says, the world itself is never overwhelmed or confused. Only we are due to the way we engage with it. Yep, nice. Good stuff, isn't it? Very good stuff. Mate, the fifth step, engage. And so he gives a few different models for making decisions here. So one is the, he, he says, the, uh, the four criteria model for choosing actions in the moment. Mm. So this is when you, each day, there's a, a way he breaks it up to decide what task to do next. So one is context. So that's where you talked about. You might have specific contexts where you can do tasks. So it might be in the office or it might be at home or it might be when I'm at my computer. They're the different types of contexts. So obviously that will dictate what you can and can't do at certain times of the day. Yep. The next one is time available. And so obviously if you've got, a, if you've got 10 minutes to do something and a task takes 30 minutes, then you can't do that. You have to pick a, something that only takes less than 10 minutes. The next one I really like, man, energy available. So sometimes you might get, I guess, toward the end of the day for a lot of people, you, you start to get a bit cooked and, yeah. you, and you, yeah. <laughs> you naturally just get unproductive, right? But yeah. but this is where you have some of your tasks that it might have the category of casual reading or browsing websites or yeah. all that kind of stuff. You might start choosing those things in those categories when you're in when you're cooked and you're in your low energy states. Yeah. And the fourth way that we would determine what to do in the moment is priority. Mm. So obviously if something's an 8 out of 10 and something's a 3 out of 10, then we go with the highest priority action first. Yeah. And the other way he talks about deciding is the six-level model for reviewing your own work. Mm. And so this is this is the, uh, the vertical aspect of it, yeah? Yeah. So the, you got, I guess, five different horizons. Plus, for- the, plus the ground level. Plus yeah. the ground level. So you've got ground level is your current actions. So that's a cumulative list of all the actions you need to take. And then horizon one is your current projects. Mm. And so that's where we generate most of the actions that we're doing. So remember that projects is essentially just a string of actions. So essentially it's getting up on a helicopter and then I guess the higher you get, the more... Um, vision and you can see I guess mm. the, the reason you're kind of doing everything but the second horizon is your areas of focus and accountabilities mm. so this might be things uh, like in your job it might be your job description or your family or some of your values or your spirituality or, or the things that are areas of your focus right now or uh, important to you nice and a good quote for this bit here by John Roger John hyphen Roger I don't know if that's Johnny, who the hell that is? But yeah. yeah, complete the projects you begin. Fulfill the commitments you've made. Live up to your promises. Then both your subconscious and conscious selves can have success, which leads to a feeling of fulfillment, worthiness, and oneness. So that's your focus and accountability right there. The third horizon is goals. So think about what 
do you want to be experiencing uh, one or two years from now? Yeah, nice. And then the fourth horizon is vision, which is more your three to five year future. Yep. And then five is horizon five. So now you're on the big the big helicopter looking down on, from the, the moon. You're away on the, on the top. And that is purpose and principle. So why do you or your company actually exist? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's nice. So it's another way of just looking at your stuff. Looking at stuff from that from the purpose and principles. Mate, yeah. it's, it's a it's a good book. It's it's not just about getting things done, uh, just to be more product, just to focus on getting more stuff done in your life or more mm. stuff in your life. It's more about just being present. And he keeps talking about the mind like water, and you can just enjoy what you're doing now in the moment, knowing mm. that yeah, you got this external brain, external system doing that's in place and that you trust. Yeah, I think the biggest part is that trust there. That you know, it's sort of an all or nothing thing. If you've got an external system, you have to have absolutely everything in there that then you can switch your brain off and say, I fully trust the system. Everything I need to possibly do is in this system. I don't need to think about it anymore. And if you've got 60% of your stuff in there, then it defeats the purpose because the system's only got 60% of your stuff, so your brain is still going to be working at 100% to monitor everything. Yep. So you've got to fully commit, have this fully external system that's got everything in there. An important point he says also in the book is like everything that gets in your calendar has has to get done. So it's mm. you get to have confidence when things move into your calendar, that action is going to get done. You're not just going to, I guess, just move your move the goalpost with your own commitments to yourself. Yeah, nice, mate. This, the book's broken down into three parts. We've just dived full on into part one because that's sort of the most um, the big picture sort of thinking of all the stuff. Part two, he goes into the specific tools of you know get three by three post-it notes and get these index cards and get three trays and set them out like this way and it gets super, super full-on tactical. So if if you've liked what you've heard, get the book and dive deep into getting all this stuff. But yeah. it's sort of a bit much for, for the potty, I reckon, right now. 100%. You essentially can just take what you want from it. I think yeah. for me, straight up, it's the two-minute rule is yeah. absolutely huge. And categories. I think if you have everything in projects lists and you can break things up into categories... It might be things like financial errands, things to you know. You can knock it all out in one hit. Yeah, and it's essentially a good way of just getting your shit together. Yeah, get your shit together, <laughs> mate. We're going to speak to David Allen, the productivity Yoda. He's a Yoda. He's, he's a, good. He's mate. It's mate. This is a, this is Bible status for anyone looking to increase their efficiency and productivity. Mm. It's like a, it's almost textbook level of like the actions. Like everything is in here that you need. It's just whether you're willing to fully commit to it or not. Yeah, phenomenal stuff. Buy the book and get more productive and become a Zen Buddhist. Mate, David Allen's in Amsterdam right now. When are we going to speak to him? He's, yeah, smoking the Jaws. <laughs> Mate, let's sing it. Jaws it. <clears throat> it's art. Getting things done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Getting it done. Sticking it into the end. To the end tray. Capture all your stuff in the in, 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 in the in. In the in trade, yeah. Clarify, get that in out of the in. Out of the in, out of the in. Organize your stuff. Once it's out of the in, get it into the right buckets, oh, oh, oh. Into the buckets, y'all, into the buckets, y'all, into the buckets. <laughs>